Good afternoon, all, and welcome to the Rebel News Daily Livestream. My name is Dakota Christensen, and today I'm joined by the one and only Ian Miles Chong. How's it going, Ian? How are you doing today? Hey, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be chatting with you. Um, for anyone who is new here, doesn't know quite what's going on, we typically have our daily live streams at noon Eastern time. We do it every single weekday, Monday through Friday. We have a rotation of hosts who come through, and we essentially talk about news of the day, stuff that's trending, give our takes on what's going on, and you know, try to have a good time here. You can send us chats. Uh, no matter what platform you're on, we're streaming on YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, Super U, Getter. You can uh, send us chats in. We'll read our chats off to you and essentially uh, have a good time here hanging out, talking, going through the news, talking about this crazy world we're living in. So we're going to jump basically right into it because there's a lot of stuff going on yep. here. Uh, you know, as ever, crazy world. So, uh, you know what? Let's see. First thing we want to talk about here. Um, you know what? Let's see. Trudeau liberals here. Let's start start with a nice bit of, bit of Canadian news. Trudeau liberals yeah. gave $600,000 to influencers to praise the government. Now, I mean, I'm not super surprised here. We've seen so much of this sort of thing happening lately because... Yeah, with Biden, right? Yeah, like TikTok with Biden, with those TikTok influencers. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, governments are having a perpetual PR problem. And so, of course, let's just... Uh, social media is the way to go. <laughs> pay out these influencers and try to pump Trudeau a little bit because clearly he's been yeah. suffering. I mean, I, I imagine yesterday, I, I missed yesterday's live stream. I imagine we talked quite a bit about Trudeau be getting eviscerated uh, in the, what was that, an EU council European that was going Parliament. on there? Yeah, yeah, the, you, yeah uh, the European you, Parliament. Yeah. yeah, where there is just, you know, yeah, a member of the European Parliament, one after another coming up and just ripping mm -hmm. into him for, you yep. know, how he treated his own people during the trucker convoy and all of that. One of them was wearing a T-shirt, was which was like pro-trucker. It's yeah, amazing. it's yeah. so good. Because I mean, like, well, the whole time that Trudeau has been in Europe, he's been going on about having to stand together strong with NATO to defend democracy. And, you know, he stands yeah. with the people to defend democracy and all of that just gaslighting so hard. Absolutely. But his international image has been destroyed, right? Nobody and likes so, him, right? I mean, yeah. he buys his own nonsense. And yeah, his followers buy it, but nobody else mm -hmm. does. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it depends. Like, I feel like if you're diehard, uh, someone who's really into the Canadian news cycle and you're getting all this gaslighting coming through you, like, yeah. I can imagine some being like, yeah, you know what? Trudeau really isn't too bad. He is a champion of democracy. <laughs> I, nothing. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, that's just all just right conspiracies. Blackface. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Black. Oh, you know, it's it's, we all make mistakes, right? Don't worry. It's OK. We can forgive oh, yeah. him, even though if a conservative did that or anyone else, they, they would be, be. Yeah, they'd be so Whatever. dumb. Cancel culture comes for everyone, except for Trudeau, of course, because he's except the great, him, yeah. the I mean, great just Russia Trudeau. now. Yeah. yeah, they're canceling Russia. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so, you know what? That's great, great thing to see. Your tax dollars hard at work there, mm -hmm. helping, uh, helping pay for the, uh, you know, essentially PR campaign of Justin Trudeau and his failing oh, yeah. government. Uh, so, yeah, don't believe your lying eyes. Canada's doing great. Your government loves you. We're spending your tax dollars effectively. You're having mm -hmm. the best time of your life. Housing prices aren't going up. Prices of food, gas, everything. That's not going up. Uh, no. You're living the happy paradise of your <laughs> life. Like, 
you will one day you will own nothing and you'll be happy exactly you know, that's exactly. the way things are oh yes and i mean so like our our overall theme the headline we gave to the live stream today is i believe it was uh the west is self-destructing which i mean this is just yes, a common it it's a common theme right uh, that we've been seeing yeah, right. over the past years now it's a trend that mm -hmm. the west is just it's imploding we are tearing ourselves apart right and it's lost itself yeah Exactly. It used to have an identity, right? The West mm -hmm. used to stand for something. I mean, the West is responsible for uh, Western philosophy, and now they're trying mm -hmm. to erase that. They're erasing, um, you know, classical authors. They don't. They no longer teach, uh, you know, Aristotle or Plato in some universities because they're white men. It's, mm -hmm. It's absurd. Exactly. It's like it's the sort of things that Trudeau is out there championing out in Europe, well, pretending to champion out in Europe, saying pretending I stand for democracy for and liberal yep. values and all that. But what he actually is really shoving down every single person's throat is completely illiberal, anti-Western values. The things That's of right. you know that it, all these basically Marxist ideologies is pushing, whether it's, mm -hmm. you know, within gender or race or, you know, economic Marxism, no matter what it is, they're all just different yep. variations of Marxist theories that are pitting people against one another and in because the process. Because real communism's never been tried yet. Yeah, never been tried. And we're just, we're just mm -hmm. destroying the Western identity. And, uh, Yep. It's, and so uh, we got so many stories and clips today that, that help really show that just, you know, in the most recent <laughs> news cycle, what's been going yeah. on. So, you know, yeah, let's let's, let's throw one of our videos here. Uh, so you mentioned, you know, Russia and, of course, ev all eyes are on Russia and Ukraine. Let's throw up that of vid of um, Putin citing a cancellation of J.K. Rowling as an example of the West cancel culture, because there's there's some interesting stuff I like to, to talk about there. But, yeah, let's let's throw to that clip, shall we? They can cancelled Joan Thanks. Rowling recently, <clears throat> the child, the children's author. Her books are published all over the world, even just because she didn't satisfy the demands of gender rights. Then are trying to cancel our country. They cancelled Joan Rowling. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, because we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier when we were off camera here, but... Mm -hmm. It's interesting because we were we were mentioning how everything Putin says, it's as if he can never say anything right, right? Because he's right, the yeah. he's it, the villain in this situation. Anything that comes out of his mouth must be evil or wrong, and must be the antithesis of truth, right? That's, right. that's because so, people watch too much Marvel movies, right? They, yeah. they watch too much Disney. This is their brain on Star Wars. He's the ancient evil. He's Darth Vader. He's got to be stopped. Everything he says is wrong. Everything he does is evil. He's a he's a madman. You know, he's on steroids. He's uh, he's suffering from five different illnesses. He's about to die. You know, they're just coming up with every single reason to demonize this man. And not mm -hmm. only that, I mean, it'd be one thing if they just went after him. They're going after every single Russian. You know, you speak Russian. Yeah. You're a Russian author. You're dead for 50 years. They're still coming after you. They're canceling you. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I'm sure it is, of course, it's very well in Putin's political interests to be pointing out the hypocrisy of the West and to be pointing out like, hey, guys, J.K. Rowling is being canceled because she's standing up for women and pushing, you know, a, a more classical yeah. uh, ideal of feminism uh, when she's pushing mm -hmm. against some of the more radical trans ideology, like, you know, men being in women's sports and that whole sort yep. of thing. Uh, and so it's just, yeah, it's, it's funny to see that no matter what, because of course people going on about this, right? Because oh, this just mm -hmm. really helps to affirm that they're right. Because Putin is the one pointing out the West hypocrisy. Therefore, <laughs> that hypocrisy must not exist because yeah. big bad evil Putin is pointing it out. But that's right. Yeah. 
And yeah. then you have people who agree with him, but they're afraid to say so because he exactly. said it. Or, or they'll say, well, you know, he's being a cynical politician. He has uh, never said this before. It's like, well, actually, if you wa- listen to his speeches for the past 20 years, he's been on this culture war thing for 20 years, mm-hmm. I would say. Exactly. You know, and he, he knows yeah. since the 90s even, since the 90s. So uh, this idea that he's just like, you know, banking in on this to be a cynic, I don't think so. Mm. No, this yeah, is his, uh, his thing. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think it like it takes someone from the outside to really show yeah. us just how muddled their own thinking has become in our own internal debates here. And so even mm-hmm. if it is someone like Putin who, we've, who we paint as the eternal villain, it's like, yes, he's doing all sorts of terrible evil stuff as any you know dictator yep. guy would do. He's invading Ukraine right now, all sorts of stuff. But it's like there are also so many things we're doing wrong. And I mean, like you That's look right. At, you I look mean, at, it's <laughs> like – it, it, the, the issue is that the West likes to point fingers and says, yeah. look, Putin's doing this. Putin's invading this. What about when the West invaded Baghdad? What yeah. about when it invaded uh, Belgrade and it bombed it and 5,000 people died? I mean, wasn't that just as bad, if not worse? Yeah, possibly? exactly. And it's like we also – 50,000 people died in Baghdad on, yeah. in the first month and no one talks about it. It's like, oh, I guess they're Iraqis. They're brown, so therefore it's okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And again, that's like, oh, but of course, we're not racist. We're anti-racist. We're world progressive. So <laughs> yeah, we're doing this for democracy. For I mean, democracy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely and again, okay. even even like looking at Putin and we're like, oh, how evil he is. And so we paint mm-hmm. him as the villain. But then Zelensky himself and all of Ukraine, like I, that thing was Candace Owens in the New York Times thing. I imagine you would have seen that. Yeah. With, uh, I saw first, that. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I, saw I thought that, I thought that yeah. was so cool because it really helps illustrate the point of like, for so long, all of these you know mainstream large news outlets have been reporting on the corruption and all of the really sketchy dealings going on in yes. Ukraine. And so, yep. but suddenly Putin invades Ukraine, and since Putin's it's, the bad guy, Ukraine is suddenly right. the saint state of their perfect. They're this right, yeah, idyllic they're all the democracy. Of yeah, yeah, they're exactly. like superheroes. They're Captain America. You know, Zelensky's Rambo. I mean, they're making up <laughs> quotes for him nowadays. They're yeah. saying that you know he said, "Give me a gun and 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 you know, give me a ride or something." Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, it's he like, never said that. He never said that. And he even admitted it later on. That was oh, completely made up by some State Department. Yeah. Yeah, because totally that up. was the that was the I don't need a ride. I need I need more ammo or something like that. Which, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I, I I figured that was like sure he said that, but that's just him doing you know a nice PR thing. Like yeah, that'll be a nice. You know, Churchillian soundbite. Interesting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And if you look into, I think Mint Press News did a pretty good article, and this is massive, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if you've got the time for it, go to mintpressnews.com and check it out. It goes on about how they're they're selling you this war. They have hired marketing firms like Edelman. Edelman's like one of the largest uh, PR firms in the world. Yeah. And they're doing PR for Ukraine. It's like, yeah. okay, that's interesting. You know? Yeah, it's just it's the sort of thing where it's like, yes, Putin's bad, Russia's bad, they're invading Ukraine, but it's like, yeah. doesn't mean Ukraine is, is you know this saintly perfect thing. Doesn't mean Zelensky no, it's is a saint. No, always had problems. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, I mean. They are corrupt to the core, right? And yeah. people like to claim that Putin's playing up the whole Azov battalion angle, you know, how, yeah. how they're Nazis. But if you actually look at the New York Times' reporting and you look at the United Nations' reporting, mm-hmm. the Office of Human Rights, it says here they are, have been guilty of war crimes for the yeah. past eight years. They've been murdering journalists and murdering civilians, torturing people. I mean, there's one of a crucifixion. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, of innocent people. And uh, I mean, people have been convicted over it, but Ukraine somehow clears these people and they work in the government. I mean, the chief of police of Kiev is a neo Nazi, openly. Yeah. Tattoos. <laughs> yeah. It's and, like, 
I, I think wow. that that goes back to the thing where it's like, oh, well, if Putin said it, then of course it's wrong or evil. It's like, you know, if he's his yeah. justification for invading Ukraine is owed oh, to denazify Ukraine. Well, of course, that's just another lie by Putin. There are no Nazis in Ukraine. Like if you point out the fact that there are actual real modern day neo-Nazis yep. in Ukraine, then you're just playing into Putin's side. You're just pro-Putin. It's like, okay. Yeah, you're so. putting up fake news. It's like fake this New York news. Times fake news. Yeah, really? exactly. And then, then if there's, yeah, of the course... United the United Nations fake news? Yeah. And yeah. the eternal rebuttal of, well, Zelensky's Jewish, so pff, there can't be neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Okay. They have a, they've got a Jewish president. Or, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah so... Like, that's not a rebuttal at all. I mean, if you... Like if you just follow the money, you'll see that they themselves are funded by a, uh, a an oligarch, right? Yeah. And he's using them as like their personal his personal bodyguards. Doesn't matter. I mean, the fact is they're good soldiers. They're yeah. amazing fighters. They're hard to defeat. The Russians are having a hard time with them, and they're the best defense that Ukraine has. And mm -hmm. that's why they cling to them. And they also have a undue amount of power over the government because of how much military power they have in the country. Yeah, they may not have a lot of parliament seats, but I don't think it really matters. It's it's Ukraine we're talking about here. It's yeah. not like it's a democracy. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's the funny <laughs> thing is we painted Ukraine as this perfect democracy. I think like the bottom line there is okay. So we've got two sketchy, corrupt, you know, Eastern European Russian powers. <laughs> one invades the yeah. other, and so like and suddenly we have to take sides parties. and black and white. You know, good versus evil. Yeah. And, and it's like what good you know what good country. Uh, tortures uh prisoners i mean you had a guy from the the uh the medical brigade mm -hmm. going on tv on television on ukrainian television and saying that he has given the order to his doctors to castrate every single russian male that they come across i mean wow yeah right and so when i posted that because you know it was forwarded to me yeah some people are like oh that's fake news it's fake news he didn't say that but he mm -hmm. actually literally said it and he even admitted yeah. it on facebook that he had said it and then there were people who were saying well, it's fine, you know, because uh, it's war. Bad things happen. It's like, yeah. okay, why do we even have the Geneva Convention if that's the case? Yeah, exactly. And those those same nice. people saying it's war, bad things happen are the ones who would be wildly outraged if anything else happened. Like, this is a breach of yep. international law. These are war crimes. How <laughs> dare they? They cross the border. They cross state yeah. lines. <laughs> they cross state they? lines. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So, I mean, like, yeah, again, like, my allegiance, I would say, or my, you know, my sympathies, my heart goes out to the innocent civilians, but people caught in between yep. this. Like we've They're got always, two, two corrupt yep. warring states, massive militaries going at it, you know, a couple Three, of... If we count America. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Canada states. Yeah, Belarus, I mean, we, we can back, throw in there. Right. Yeah. But I mean... I mean, every, there, there are no clean hands here. European Union, NATO, yeah. United, you know, United States. I mean... What was your Maidan? I mean, it was a mm -hmm. color revolution staged by the United States of America. Yeah, right. And exactly. it overthrew uh, the government that was there. And yeah, it was probably corrupt. But, you know, why did they meddle? And, and this idea that, you know, Putin's just this evil man who's invading another country for no reason. Well, come mm -hmm. on, you know, let's be realistic here. Nothing happens yeah. without a reason. Yeah, I think I think everyone's so obsessed with taking sides over these dividing lines between nations and governments when it's like, yep. all right, guys, let's remember like the team, real divide is sport. Yeah, it's like, all right, yeah. guys, there's the people and there are these corrupt governments. Let's remember to uh, support the people who are actually getting caught in the middle yep. of this, the suffering civilians, the refugees, people yeah. who are dying ne so needlessly over so much stuff where it's like two mm -hmm. heads of state decide to battle it out and millions die. It's kind of yep. the theme of humanity over the past <laughs> Yeah. Even more could die. Now they're saying, you know, that you have these warmongers in Congress who are saying, mm -hmm. 
let's enact a no-fly zone. Let's put boots on the ground. Let's yeah. fight Russia. It's like, what do you think is going to happen? First yeah. of all, the civilians are going to get caught in the crossfire. Secondly, you're probably going to cause the deaths of tens of thousands of troops, if that, and that's the minimum. And beyond that, I mean, it mm-hmm. could escalate nuclear war at that point. It's, yeah. Is it worth it? Really? Exactly. We're going to all die for Ukraine? Because that's that's the factor that's the factor yeah. we didn't have in previous world wars is nuclear capabilities. It's like, exactly. all right, guys, we gotta st- we can't keep appeasing Hitler. We gotta go in. We gotta invade. We gotta stop him yeah. before he goes further. It's like at this point there is that extra factor to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. All right, and, yeah. he, and and also Putin's not Hitler. He's not yeah. mentally ill. He has told the West what he's up to for, mm. for about a decade now, and they're like, oh no, we're just gonna keep expanding NATO. What do you think is gonna happen? He told you what was gonna happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it's okay to invade any other country, but he did tell them. Yeah. You know, he yeah, gave them a choice. Yeah. So basically, things are not nearly as black and white as you'd see. And this no. is something we've we have repeatedly talked about here. But I mean, so mm-hmm. as, you know, because we see Russia, who is, you know, making their moves. China has always been kind of in the back burner, building up and uh, helping to push the West further along into its <laughs> death. And we have... Yeah. Us in here, we are, of course, we have our, you know, adversaries in the Middle East who would love nothing more than to see the death of America and the West. Yep. Um, well, let's dive in a little more into how the West is slowly killing itself. <laughs> so For sure. something that I would love to actually, you know, on that topic of our enemies, North Korea as well. I, let's let's show people that, that Kim Jong-un ad <laughs> because it's so good. It's amazing. It's so it's let's just roll that and we'll 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 talk about this after this is. It's just, I love it. It's just so it's good. Like 1980s. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a, it's like a bad movie from the 1980s, like a parody of a yeah. bad movie from the. 1980s. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like I, I feel like that's some like really sweet clip I would have thrown together on like iMovie back in the day <laughs> for my YouTube channel, doing some cool 80s <laughs> movie parody. Yep. But no, that is a a real ad from Kim Jong Un himself. And that is a uh, real nuclear bomb or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like, exactly. Wow, okay, like, we can't even laugh nuke. at it. Not really. Yeah, uh, because that's the thing. He's like, you've got this <laughs> child in charge of this totalitarian state showing off his nuke. So, yes, I, as I was saying, because I just thought that was a nice little segue there. Like, literally, the enemies of the West are all just sitting there looking at us laughing as we tear ourselves apart. Yes, they they've are. got nukes. They've been building up their nations. Yep. Uh, they've been doing whatever necessary, especially when it comes to, like, China, right? And we see yep. all that China's been doing to help promote uh, like so many essentially values of strength when it, within its own society to make yeah, sure right. its youth are doing actually good productive things while yeah, making like us actually like, succeed at schools, be yeah. good at math, not be weird. You know, I mean, <laughs> they have banned certain kinds of media. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, this kind of, uh, you know, this stuff where you're, you're promoting gender ideology. Yeah, it's banned. Yeah. They're banning it. Yeah, exactly. They banned it. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, they like to help push and nudge us, encourage us in all of the insane oh, yeah. stuff we've been doing. Like it's the same with Al Jazeera, right? Like yeah. uh, AJ Plus, you know, they they that's Qatar, right? Mm-hmm. And uh and 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 they're like the least woke place on the planet. And yeah. meanwhile, they have AJ Plus, and all they do is promote gender ideology. Gee, yeah. I wonder why. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder why. Exactly. Which, yeah. on the topic of gender ideology, I would love to show Matt Walsh's "What Is a oh, Woman" trailer because glorious. I mean, let, let's give let's give a little context before we show this. All right, like, yep. like okay, Ian, I, I think you'd be good. Like, explain the whole what okay. is a woman thing for Matt Walsh and sort of, yeah, what's, what's inspired this, you know, give a little, okay. little context before we, we show the trailer. Okay. So Matt Walsh, you know, daily wire host, he went on Dr. Phil in, I think January and he mm-hmm. had a debate with a bunch of people there, you know, some weird people. And he asked one of them, what is a woman? And they, they couldn't answer it. No one could mm-hmm. answer that question. I mean, it's such a basic question, right? Mm-hmm. And he found that through asking that question, many people, especially progressives, are unable to give you a straight answer. They can't just say, oh, you know, a woman's got a uterus and a man doesn't, right? Like, they, mm-hmm. they won't just say that. They they will try to, you know, discombobulate the whole argument. And, you know, he found that by traveling across the world, asking that question gets a lot of interesting results. Yeah, exactly. And so, yep. yeah, let's, let's let's go ahead and roll that. I have traveled all over the world for the past year asking one simple question. What is a woman? What is a woman? What is it? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> People are laughing. Is that, is that a dumb question? <laughs> I've been asking everybody this and almost nobody can answer it. What is a woman? What is a woman? That's a great question. If one person could tell me what a woman is. Congressman, thank you for for being here. I think this interview is over. Let's turn off the cameras. I just wanted to know what is a woman. And you're not going to find out. (laughs) It's not a complicated question. Oh, man. I can't wait to actually watch that full thing. It looks so great. But I mean, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Because the full issue there, though, is like, it really just goes to like it kind of comes back also to like the J.K. Rowling being canceled mm-hmm. for you know promoting womanhood. Like, womanhood, yeah, <laughs> you right, know, yeah. She said that you know because in Scottish legislation, you know, they're trying to make it so that women no longer are classified as women, and that you know anyone who mm-hmm. identifies as a woman could basically access women's spaces, particularly yeah. prisons, where it is an issue. You know, there mm-hmm. is history of uh, sexual abuse by male identifying inmates, right? Oh, yeah. Well, Sorry, female identifying male inmates. That's what I yeah. Mean. Yeah. It's like we're at the point where the modern day progressives are at the point where they are destroying the very thing that classical progressives fought to defend. Like yep. women's rights and women's spaces are now under attack by modern day so-called progressives. Like, you know, That's right. races like critical race theory itself is mm-hmm. instituting segregation. It is promoting and saying, right. you know, we have to segregate because inherently, if you're just promoting racial equality, <laughs> right, then you yeah. are perpetuating racism because the white people are inherent oppressors and black people are inherent right. victims. And so we need to separate them and shove one down and lift the other. And, you know, they can't intermix mm-hmm. or else, you know, they're going to be mean to one another. Like, it just, it blows my microaggressions. mind. Microaggressions. Yeah. yeah. And it's not just, you know, like regular insults or mm-hmm. something. It's microaggressions. It's like, oh, you you complimented a person. Well, that's racist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like that subconscious, like unconscious bias training is now a thing that's yep. like in all of our governments now that it's, it's like, in, oh, uh, 
Home Depot, right? Home Depot yeah. is your unconscious bias trading. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the Home Nuts. Depot, that was the unpacking your privilege thing. I was looking at that. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, right now, there's yeah. uh, there's this like video I'm, I'm planning to do, just like a primer on critical race theory, because there's this this mm -hmm. bill in Ontario that's really pushing it, Bill 67, that we've been kind of campaigning mm -hmm. against. That's like yeah. next level instituting critical race theory in all of our, our, that's scary. You know, all of our schools that and everything. That will cause the destruction yeah. of Canada. Simply, yeah, exactly. You know, and simply. so, like, yeah, I've been working on a video for that, and I was looking at a bunch of critical race theory stuff, and that was one of the things. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that Home Depot thing of unpacking your privilege and the unconscious bias training. I mean, it's just – it's crazy to see that – because, like, when you focus so much on all of these racial differences and divides, like, you are mm -hmm. inflaming these divisions. You are pushing you are. You're racial creating divide. Problems. Mm -hmm. You're creating problems where none exists. I mean – this is why it's banned in Russia. By the way, Russia yeah. has like a hundred different minorities. It's not white people. Yeah. Many different minorities. And they know like more than any other country that inflaming racial divisions is how you get terrorist attacks. I mean, look at mm -hmm. Chechnya a few years ago, right? I mean, they were bombing uh, schools and such. And that yeah. was because of racial divisions. And they got yeah. rid of it. Obviously. Well, exactly. And it's like it, it goes back to the whole thing of death of the West. Like how better else? to destroy Western society than to push these divisions and watch it, yep. you know, the infighting because you have... And I don't even know they're yeah. the ones doing it because, yeah. I mean, it's college professors. It's, a, well, exactly. it's preschool teachers in yeah. schools telling kids you're racist. Exactly. Your parents racist because I, they're white. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it could not I mean, be more perfect, right? Like, in terms of, yeah, like, if right. your goal was they to destroy... They don't even have to do anything. They can yeah. just sit back. Just sit back sit and back. watch. It's like these yep. harmful ideologies creep in they just infect all the schools it's like the host is just tearing oh, yeah. itself apart from the inside oh, there is a study done by these woke progressives in mm -hmm. a social studies uh, department in i think the university of arizona where they do in fact describe wokeness as a form of virus and they say that this is how you get more people to spread it basically you yeah. find a bunch of hosts willing hosts like you know male feminist allies for instance yeah. get them to promote it and then they become activists and then you know, they will transmit this mind virus, you know, meme, so to speak, uh, to a whole bunch of other people. I mean, Hideo Kojima talked about this in Metal Gear Solid. Wow, that's a really cringy <laughs> reference. But, Incredible. I mean, <laughs> this is what it is. I mean, yeah. anyone who studied, you know, sociology knows that this is what it is, and they're exactly yeah. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, because there's something like the critical race theory, going back to that, is literally the inverse of the initial, because like, you know, going back to saying modern day progressives are literally fighting against what classical progressives fought. Like yeah. I always say, like if I was living in the '60s, honestly, I'd probably be a liberal at this point. If we were to just take my oh, yeah, current same. views where I hold and put it back to uh, to where we were, like mm -hmm. the so-called far right rebel news and most of the views we all hold here, <laughs> it's like yeah. in the '60s we would be left wing progressives. Like yep. it's That's wild, but like it's so, like, like critical really, you know moderate uh, moderate conservatives right yeah that's what yeah. we really are yeah exactly i call myself a hardliner i'm a bit you know <laughs> <laughs> bit of a but, bit uh, of a loose cannon wild card out there you know oh yeah yeah, but, yeah, but definitely not far right i mean yeah oh, exactly but so i mean like, like critical race theory itself is literally fighting against like the civil rights mm -hmm. movement in terms of trying to it push is. Like racial equality, like Martin Luther King, in terms of the yep. uh, the iconic, you know, treat you by the contemporary character rather than yep. you know your race. That's right. 
than the color of your skin. And now, if you treat someone based off of their individual character and not the color of their skin, you are being, you know, racist <laughs> and harmful. And you, yeah, know, you need to you need, you need to see race first and acknowledge that, and then take that into account and say, do yeah. the calculation in your head. Oh, if they're you're white, then they're privileged, and you need to treat them this way. But if they're a person of color, then they're victimized, and you need to treat them this way first because yeah, of their experience is different. And it's just it's like so inflaming and divisive, and it's, it's literally a, soft a sickness. Kind of bigotry, right? It's a yeah, bigotry of uh, of basically thinking less of people. Like, oh, yeah. you're you have you're a minority, therefore you're dumb. You didn't have mm -hmm. access to the same education I did. Oh, boohoo! You know, it's it's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I just think of. Like looking around and just thinking, like, man, like there's so many things I w I would love to do and go and be like thinking about, you know, just in terms of life's past. Like, oh, what if what if I end up a career in this place? You're going to this place. And it's like, man, if I did that right now, like if if I ended up going in this direction and I had been in this place, I would just be sitting there bathing in woke ideology right now. Like I'd be yeah. sitting there being a sh being you know shamed for being white or like mm -hmm. it's just crazy thing. It's like, and if also if I'm I raising a family there. in this, you know, I would not want to be yeah. raising children, sending them to school where this is the order of the day like it's just crazy it's impossible to live in that environment i mean i was mm -hmm. trapped in it for a while right yeah when i used to do uh, uh entertainment journalism mm -hmm. everybody was woke you know well almost everybody but most people were woke and publicly you had to be woke you had to yeah. purchase signal and when you're in that environment man if you're scrolling through twitter just as an example it's nonstop people complaining about microaggressions. It's just one complaint yeah. after the other. It's like this show is problematic because the main character is a woman who suffers in one episode. And why yeah. do they have to make women suffer? And the other one's like, uh, oh, there's not enough trans characters in this game or this movie. And it's like, oh, God. Like, <sighs> you just want to yeah. yell at these people. You want to shake them. Be like, wake up. Just It's a movie. Enjoy it. Holy crap. You know, yeah. it, not every movie review has to be about this. Yeah, Please, guys, exactly. Stop. Like sometimes like I stop and think like I forget sometimes how privileged I am myself to be working where I am in terms of yeah, like same. I'm 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 working mm -hmm. somewhere where I don't have all this you know woke marxist nonsense being shoved down my throat all the time it's like yeah. Like, you know, sometimes I step back and I, I, yeah, I forget what it was like being outside of this sometimes. Yep. And I realize like, man, if I was working literally anywhere else, it would be mm -hmm. having this nonstop shutdown. You're always looking over your shoulder, always having to be careful what you oh, say, yeah. what you think, you know. It's like, just a matter of time before you, you know, step in a landmine and you get yeah, fired. Yeah, exactly. Walking on eggshells just, you know, yep. before you get canceled, before you say the wrong opinion. thing. Yeah, I've like known you, a few people. I mean, I've interviewed it, uh, mm -hmm. like game developers, movie reviewers, movie uh, directors. You know, they would like share an opinion about something totally innocuous. You know, yeah. and suddenly it's like, oh, you're not getting jobs anymore. I wonder why that is. And, I mean, yeah. they talk to me. They're like, yeah, they suspect that it's because they shared an opinion that was not shared by other people. That's yeah, why. exactly. It's like we are strangling our own like free speech is being strangled. Like, you know, there's the whole issue yep. of big tech censorship and government censorship and all of that, which is, you know, a huge mm -hmm. threat in and of itself. But even just yep. culturally, we are strangling ourselves in terms of what you can mm -hmm. and cannot say. It's like this self-censorship, societal self-censorship is what is. Like, yeah, like yep. we are we are censoring ourselves because if you step out of line, you're going to get mm -hmm. canceled. You're going to get you know, you're going to lose your job. You're going to do this. And it's like a lot of people cannot afford to speak freely in the same way that so many yep. people can't afford. Like if you did not want to take the vaccine for whatever reason and you, you know, mm -hmm. you didn't want to, but can I afford to not take the vaccine and get kicked out of my job? Like in Canada yep. until like now we're dropping most of our vaccine mandates, most of them, but most of them, 
Mm-hmm. But we got to the point where it's like, well, even if you even if you had a legitimate medical issue, if the government didn't recognize it, it's like, well, I guess I'm You're just gonna ro- I'm going to roll the dice here and be like, you know, is it worth losing my job or should I just, yeah. you know, should I roll the dice it's here ludicrous. and you know maybe I'll have some terrible reaction to this because it's a possibility because this medical disorder, but mm-hmm. hey, I'll go for it. Oh, but then you get injured and you know, so then the government, <laughs> we we did a story on this the other day. That because the government set aside $75 million, this is the Canadian government set aside $75 million for vaccine injury payout. This was something they announced, yeah. and that was they'd earmarked the $75 million for five years to pay out vaccine injuries. And so far, we, I think we a tipped this only five people in all of Canada have so far been recognized under this program as being eligible for it. Yeah, wow. so that's the that article there you're pulling up there $75 million for the vaccine injury program. And then another article, I believe it was Sheila who's writing this up. Uh, yeah, only five people in Canada have so far been recognized under that. And there are, I mean, we're so getting contacted all the time by so many people yeah. saying, you know, they have this and their doctors are just refusing to acknowledge mm-hmm. this, right? And it's because just, the doctors are afraid of getting canceled. Exactly. Right? It, it ties well, right back into that. Write their report. The doctors yeah. themselves are afraid of losing their licenses because they themselves get canceled by their own boards. They're, you know, the College yep. of Physicians and Surgeons and whoever regulates the doctors, they themselves, if they end up recognizing this, then they're stepping out of line. And it's just, it's so yep. insane to see how this whole kind of twisted system mm-hmm. works. It's cancel culture. Yeah. This is what Putin's talking about. And when yeah. you know, people, they take it so literally, they're like, well, he's invading a country. It's not the same. Well, it is mm-hmm. the same, actually, because cancel culture, it, this is cancel culture writ large. It's all over the place. You mm-hmm. step out of line and suddenly every aspect about you, or in this case, his whole country is getting canceled. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I just and we look- are destroying ourselves over it. You know, it, yeah. it's not just that we're canceling one person. It's like we're destroying everything. Like, look at comedy these days. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you laughed at a, you know, like a like a like a sensitive joke on TV? They don't do that anymore. It's cancelable. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Or, or it's, it's, it's cancelable, quite literally, yeah. But also it's like, yep. I was just thinking of like underground comedy shows are literally a thing now where it's like... They're a thing. It's like we got speakeasies <sighs> again. Yeah. It's like Roaring Twenties. Exactly. Know? It's like you have to go because yeah. the, the venue itself is scared of being cancelled for hosting someone who's offensive. Yep. And you have to like find somewhere where you can low-key hide from, you know, mm-hmm. the world and have these, yeah, like literal speakeasies. Prohibition is underground. back, right? Yeah, exactly. Prohibition is back. I mean, it's not about booze anymore it's about speech yeah yeah it's it's wild and so i hate it <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's it's awful i absolutely hate it i want and, to be done with it i want to go back to normal damn exactly it. but <laughs> it's so true but the worst thing is is the media egging this on right it's like the perpetual oh, yeah, the big drivers of it yeah it's it's yeah. The, the corporate media it's like they're relishing in this death of the west that we've been yeah. talking about where it's like they want nothing more than to just see us all kick the can and die like article i saw the other day what was it i think it was from cnbc i i literally just had it on my phone it was something like like working out and like being fitness obsessed is like a symbol of the alt-right oh, or yeah, something like that yeah 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 what That's was right. yeah i literally uh, I, I can't remember exactly where but i know the article you're referring to it's yeah. like yeah being fit and being you know health conscious is basically just like nazism and then the article literally cites adolf mm-hmm. hitler and how he had like an exercise regimen you know and how yeah he told young German soldiers to exercise uh, instead of learning how to shoot guns because it was better for their health. And and, and they tied it somehow yeah. to, uh, you know, to modern health exercise, you know, lifestyles. It's like, yeah. really? Yeah, wow. it, it's, it's like we're at the point now where 
the media is perpetuating literally like they're advocating for the opposite of anything that's actually good for your own self progression yeah. right where it's like that's right, oh yeah. you want to you want to improve yourself you want to go and you know work out improve your mm -hmm. fitness like nope sorry that's bad that's alt right that's nazism you want to oh, yeah. like you want to enjoy time with friends and build good relationships like have a good healthy family life good relationships in life no you that's bad like, it's like, like it's like yeah. they want us to be ssris yeah it's it's like they they yeah, they want us to be like lonely, depressed, fat, sitting at home, no relationships. They want you like to celebrate it, to relish it, right? They, yeah, they have these cry sessions. You know, if you've ever been a part of any sort of a yeah. leftist group, they they encourage people to talk about their traumas. Yeah, and so they'll be telling embarrassing stories. You know, like mm -hmm. uh, like uh, here's the thing that happened to me when I was a child, it made me really cry, and 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 they, they celebrate it. It's like, wow, that's disgusting. Why why are we celebrating this? Yeah. It's, no, the thing. It's, it's, it's one thing horrible. to have it's one thing to have a support group and be like, all right, this is something that I want to get off my chest. And it's like, oh yeah, man, that right, sucks. I'm right. here for you. But no, this is like, oh, like, congrats. This is how you get credit, guys. The this trauma Olympics. Who can who who yep. had the worst experience? Who can can claim the yep. most? But yeah, like and, it's and they will brag about it. They'll be like, well, mm -hmm. my dad you know, molested me. They'll say stuff like that. And yeah. everybody, you know, starts throwing a pity party and they make stuff up too, because yeah, you know, well, exactly. Hey, if that's I, a situation, if the pressure is pushing you in that direction, why not? But yeah, like my mom raised me to be a serial killer. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, how do you beat that? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, but it's, it, we're at the point where it's like, they want you to be sitting at home. They want you to be fat and out of yep. shape, lonely, isolated, depressed. Like, oh, you, you want to like be married and have a good family? No, that's bad. Don't no, do that. Don't work being out. Being beautiful is bad. Yeah. Being, be you know? be, being, uh, being good, healthy, outfits. attractive. Yeah. That's all toxic. That's bad for, yeah. for, you and know, society. And this comes society. from like feminism in the nineties. You know mm -hmm. I mean? This, this idea that beauty is, is bad and ugliness is good comes from the whole, you know, um, what is it? The, uh, uh, like ob objectifying a woman's body, you know, that, mm. that, that whole line of thought. Yeah, I guess it would be in the 1970s, right? But yeah. that somehow translated into the world that we live in right now. It, yeah. you know, I, I doubt the feminists are thinking that far. I doubt they were thinking, oh, make yourself look ugly. Be overweight on purpose. They weren't thinking that. They were thinking, yeah. you know, don't put on makeup. You know, like don't just cake your face with makeup just to please mm -hmm. the men. You know, do it for yourself. Yeah. And that is fine. That's empowering. But nowadays, it's like, oh, you should get like a million piercings. You should tattoo your face. Make your hair cut like the worst thing ever. Yeah. And, and it'll look ugly even to you. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Really? I mean, I was I was thinking about that sort of concept the other day of where it's it's almost I think it's almost like the political pendulum sort of thing. But it's yeah. like you we take for granted sort of the system that we're living in already, like the things that we already have in place around us. We kind of take for mm -hmm. granted is like, oh, well, you know, a good working functioning economy and free speech and all of our social institutions. Like they're the points like, OK, yeah. that's that's already a given. So when they think, oh, how can we make this better? How can we progress it's in like oh yeah. well you know we we should you know fix this small Dismantle thing it. here and it's like rather than rather yeah. than point out hey guys there's this thing here and we need a little more nuance in this area i understand this is all good but fine. maybe fix this it's like no they need to push as hard as they can in this one direction yep. to correct this dismantle everything yeah. abolish the police but yeah the, the overcorrection uh, ultimately happens close the prisons yeah Let everybody exactly for any crime any crime literally yeah. any crime. and so yeah all, all of that uh, stuff you're listing there that we're seeing now is literally it's like that overcorrection but it's just like it's gotten out of control it's the runaway train it's a, it's of there was this one yep. small grievance 
that at one point needed to be fixed, but then yep. sure that grievance got fixed, but now it just keeps going. Like every single mm -hmm. like one of these critical Marxist theories we're seeing is literally yep. the overcorrection of it's like, all right, we had the civil rights movement of trying to push for equal rights and equal treatment, mm -hmm. you know, regardless of race. But then like you get to that point where it's mostly no, gone. And then it yeah. just keeps going and going, swinging the other yeah, way in terms of now we're, it. yeah, reverse discrimination. He said, that it's, he said it's necessary that you yeah. cannot be, you know, anti-racist unless you discriminate against the other guy. Yeah, exactly. Because he wants the pendulum to sort of swing back. It's like, come on, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is, exactly. This is, you're making society hate itself. You're yeah. basically promoting genocidal speech is what you're doing. And I'm sure he recognizes it. I mean, these are not good people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's all Actually, there's uh, just looking down here at our list of headlines. There's another race one that I thought was really interesting. It, it, it kind of sparked a good point in my mind on this. Um, it was from Blacklock's reporter talking about um, there's uh, held no firings for office racism. If we could pull that up, <laughs> I I find this shocking in terms of. It's Unless like, you're white, right? I'm assuming. No, yeah, no. So the, here's the thing. It's like there are legitimate instances of racism listed in this article here. Okay. Um, so no firings for office racism where they're talking about people like overtly being racist to black uh, like black people in the oh. office, calling them you know racial slurs and stuff and making jokes. Like there's this predominantly black department. They were calling it like, oh, it's the ghetto or whatever. And like calling wow. people, you know, like the N word to their face and all that sort of thing in the workplace here that's really bad and so yeah and yeah. stuff like that but i, I kind of realized like if we're if you're looking through the lens of critical race theory and mm -hmm. it's to the point where racism is like ingrained in the white person where it's you know your subconscious <laughs> racism that you just cannot just like training. But, yeah but then it's yeah. like sort of this person who's being questioned by this mp basically was of the attitude where it's like well you know we're all imperfect racists and so you know wow. Like, well, we're going to try and push for this. We know this is something that needs to be corrected. But, you know, with more training, we can all overcome our inherent racism. That's at the all point where it's us, like, right? it's like oh, with okay. the, you push this critical race theory yeah. enough, it, we become like racist apologists where it's like right? anytime okay. you see. Okay, yeah, look at, yeah, look at Russia again. People are apologizing mm -hmm. for the Nazis. They're yeah, like, oh, Azo exactly. They're doing, you know, they're doing what's necessary. It's like, really? Yeah. They're actually defending war crimes. So, wow. but like we're at the point now yeah. where like you cry wolf enough, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah. you're racist because you're doing this. Where when actual racism shows up, it like, yeah. it, like it, oh, it's downplayed. Cool. It's like, oh, well, you know, we yeah. see, we see, see if you see racism. Doing it yeah. It's like you if know? you see racism where, every day, then. Yeah. Like you racism. see actual, you know, like I have black friends and mm -hmm. they experience racism publicly and so on. Mm. And. Someone who pointed out, Dale pointed out, and then you'll see people on our side who are, you know, normally quite opposed to actual instances of racism. You'd be like, oh, that guy's crying wolf. It's mm -hmm. like, no, he's not. He's literally being discriminated against right now by racists. And you're like, OK with it just because the left has cried wolf so much. Yeah, and obviously the left is there because, you know. Uh, black guy happens to be conservative, so they're more than happy to, to just yeah. keep spewing their hatred. Yeah, exactly. Nuts. But it's like it's like when you see like racism as is defined in a critical race theory, which is not racism at all in terms of like yeah. you know the microaggressions we were talking about and all of that, where it's like when racism becomes a part of your everyday life, where you just look around everywhere and all you see is racism, and every racist. institution is just racism. When real racism is slapping you in the face, it's like well yeah. we've already we've already acknowledged that our <laughs> society is inherently racist in every corner of its being, and so you know what like. There's no point firing people over it because we're all racist. So we just need to give them some more education and training. Like it's just it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it does. They just go after the, the mild there. cases. Yeah, you know, the cases where a person's not actually a racist. He just uh, 
uh, I don't know, said something that was a microaggression, and then that guy gets fired for it. But the guy who's overtly racist mm-hmm. gets away with it. I mean, hello, Justin Trudeau with a blackface. Yeah, exactly. And it gives you it gives you the opportunity then where when you can when everything is racist, you can just yep. be politically selective about it and punish the ones who you want. You can literally punish anyone because if anyone Oh yeah, is, everybody's guilty. If everyone's guilty, then you can just, you know, yep. suddenly point out, "Oh, you are guilty because of this," and then punish them because it serves your political interests. And I think mm-hmm. we we've, we've been seeing that all the time here in Canada in terms of just It's effective. Yeah, you can just find an excuse to punish your political enemies and then go for it. You know, I think the Soviets are the term for that. It's like, uh, find me the man and I'll make up the crime. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, you know, it's really great to see. Um, <laughs> but as the West is killing itself, I, I, I do have, you know, small glimmers of hope here and there, right? We're, yeah. we're starting. DeSantis. With- <laughs> DeSantis, exactly. Because we're seeing a lot of pushback because people are waking up to this, right? Like they're all seeing yeah, it. Yeah, they are. And I feel like before, like we got to this place because we had so many people who were so apathetic towards this. They just kind of put their head down and it's uncomfortable to address. It's It's uncomfortable to point out. It's disheartening. So you know what? Like, I'm just going to keep my head down, do my own thing, sort of ignore it, whatever. Oh, you know, I'll just, I'll just, uh, I'll buy a gun and live on a, on a ranch somewhere. Yeah, exactly. What about your kids? Yeah, that's the thing. Think about your kids. You can't just do that. You can't run away because they're coming for you. Yeah. They're coming for all of us. Exactly. So I I feel like what's happened now is we're at the point where it's gotten so extreme where you, you cannot be blind to it at this point. You're right. Like we're, we're at a point in life where like all of society is forced to take sides now. Like we're, it's, yep. I, I hate the fact that we're at that point of polarization and it's like politics right, is in everything, but it is like politics has come the to the forefront. The personal is political. Yeah, the personal is political. <laughs> the the culture war and politics have kind of merged together and they're all at the it forefront is. of everything. So it's I think- It's in real war too, you know? Yeah, like, well, yeah, yeah, in like, literal yeah. war that we're seeing yeah. experiencing now, it's all blending together. And I, yeah. I hate it and I love it at the same time because I've like, lived for this right i mean yeah it's like everything i've ever said coming through i bet alex jones loves his life right now he's <laughs> oh, like i was man. right i was right all along you know like yeah. i used to say in like you know 2010 or something when tumblr was a thing right mm-hmm. and all this woke ideology is making its way through i used to warn people i was uh, yeah. you know on the left back then i was like guys we got to put a stop to this these people are insane i mean like yeah. they are canceling other people in tumblr you know so no big deal but Look, they're going to force their way into regular society. They're going to grow up. They're going to get jobs. And yeah. they're going to get into HR departments. And everyone's like, nah, they'll grow up. They'll join the real world. And it turns mm-hmm. out they joined the real world. And they made the real world bend to them, right? Yeah. CEOs are afraid of them. Like the old people, they're like, they'd rather just ignore them and let them do their thing and run their corporations to the ground and actually deal with it. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you see all the, the like woke Slack corporations. Slack is the only one that's... Yeah, you know yeah. Slack, right? Yeah, exactly. They're the only ones that put their foot down. They're like, no, we're, we're going to fire you guys. Like, you cannot do yeah. this to our company. We don't want you here. You're not useful. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it's done. That's, that's the way it's done. Because otherwise, you see all the world corporations bowing to the mob. And it's like, yeah, yeah like everyone's had their heads Disney, down. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Buried in the sand in this, just going with the flow. But we're at the point now where it's like you, of course, you can still do that. But then you start to have real repercussions coming from that. But then yep. like people I, I feel are, are waking up to this. And they're starting mm-hmm. to be able to push back on. Like they're giving opportunities to push back on this is the big thing. Yep. And so, I mean, I have hope for because like, you know, we're boards. expecting the big, uh, yeah, like the school board thing. Expecting yep. like the the 2022 midterm elections in the states happening mm-hmm. that are expected to have a big old red wave because like all of these major yeah. issues 
of these woke politics, like this whole culture war stuff has come to the forefront. And that's mm -hmm. like what people are voting on, like critical race and gender theory today. in schools. Yeah. There was a poll yesterday uh, in Florida. It was done in a Democratic district. So the majority of applicants there were like uh, Democrats. And they asked them, and these are parents, mm. so like, what is the biggest issue for you? And they found that an overwhelming majority of Democrat parents, as well as, you know, obviously Republican parents, mm -hmm. said that CRT was a problem. CRT yeah. is a problem. So regular voters, like people who are not in politics, just regular people who are raising yeah. their kids, happen to be liberal. They don't want to see their kids demonized for the color of their skin. Yeah. Right? whether they're black or white or Hispanic, they want their kids to be seen as individuals, not as black and brown bodies mm -hmm. or whatever. You know? Yeah. And like, and I think that speaks to also like it's waking up to the full gaslighting of the media, as we were saying as well. Like yeah. he's like waking up to all of this and then seeing like the distrust in media has become astounding. And that is also yeah. kind of playing into this in terms of it's like, okay, where do you turn to for your information? Because there's so much information mm -hmm. out there and people are starting to realize like, you can't just trust something because it's been a big name in news for you know decades right. now, right? It's they've like, been lying to you for decades. Yeah, I mean, been... this is the thing. They, they lied to us for the past two mm -hmm. or three years over you know whether it was elections or whether it was uh, the pandemic or you know or, or the lockdowns or you know literally anything like the trucker mm -hmm. convoy. Look at how how the media just lied about those guys, right? Yeah, uh, call them Nazis and so on. And now they're lying about Ukraine. They're saying Ukraine is this good thing, and it's like I. I don't understand how people who can be so critical of the media, you know, I've seen a lot of people mm -hmm. very critical of the media, still fall for this Ukraine narrative. Mm -hmm. It's like, guys, they're lying to you. They've always been lying to you. Like the past, I would say, 30 years they've been lying to you. The Gulf yeah. War was a lie. The whole thing was a lie. And it's time to wake up. It's time to realize that the media is not your friend. Yeah. Well, then that's the thing. It's like we were, we're at a point now where we're able to have – there is so much information. Like previously, mm -hmm. like if you look back at other times, like you only had the propaganda that the government and the, the media were putting out on you, right? Like yep. in terms yep. of there were there's these – a way to talk to other people. Yeah, exactly. You know, there were these, like these handful of outlets – yeah, like the handful of mm -hmm. outlets that would just like put out these, you know, pre-prepared press releases and headlines and yep. they would feed you the narrative and you'd accept it because that's all that was given. And now there's mm -hmm. so much information out there and there's the ability to turn to alternative sources. And of course, that means yep. there's a lot more genuine fake news out there and a lot of conspiratorial nonsense. We're all adults. Yeah. But there is that opportunity to actually be able to sift through. And, of course, the more susceptible yeah. will fall prey to the nonsense out there. But yeah. it, it, for the discerning mind, there is the opportunity to you know, mm -hmm. actually look for the truth out there. And have conversations. And to, yeah, have conversations. Yeah. And it, so it's, it's ironic almost that, like, while free speech is being throttled so much, it's still like mm -hmm. it's like the free market of, of information is still like it's never it's been more rich and diverse. Though. It is. It's struggling. It's, it's like being clamped down on. back. Yeah, right? because it's like if they were, you know, if if the if the truth didn't scare them, they wouldn't try to silence it. Exactly. The point, right. Mm -hmm. It's like Elon Musk said last night that, uh, you know, it seems as though Twitter and I'm paraphrasing here that mm -hmm. Twitter is not adhering to the principles of free speech. And in doing so, it's hurting democracy. Yeah. I mean, whether that's a hint that, you know, maybe he's going to start a new platform. I hope he is. But yeah. the fact is, everybody's noticing it because the vast majority of people who answered his poll said that, yeah. Twitter mm -hmm. and all these other social media platforms are censoring free speech. They're preventing people from having these discussions that are necessary for a mm -hmm. healthy democracy to thrive. Yeah.
Well, yeah, exactly. And that's that's what it is. We're going back to Trudeau talking about, oh, democracy. But then he's the one who oh, wants God. to censor all of us. And <laughs> he's an authoritarian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. In terms of like, if you want a rich democracy to thrive, you have to have free speech. The First Amendment yep. for a reason, guys, those of you who that's are in right. the States and hear that. Like, it's just, yeah. You have the Charter of Rights in Canada, you know. Yeah, we do. Like, it's in there. It's, Free it, speech is in there, and yet somehow it's overridden, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like I, they do it. I, I look at the the Charter of Rights now, and it's like, all right, how how much meaning does that really have on society? Like over the past two years, I think like it's been overridden so much, where it's like, mm -hmm. you know what? Is it really worth the paper it's printed on at this point? Like it's it's no. just it's so sad to think, you know. And people are like, yeah, well, I mean, the Constitution Canada, is just a piece of paper. Right. They call it a living constitution nowadays. Yeah. Because they want to alter it, obviously. And it's so sad because, you know, people fought and died for this, mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of years ago. And for, 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 I would say, you know, a couple hundred years, uh, America, Canada were held up as, you know, bastions of liberalism, maybe not liberalism, but bastions of democracy, bastions yeah. of freedom. Bastions right? of, now, of liberal democracy. Like, right. Yeah. And now it's like the opposite. Now it's mm -hmm. like, you know, maybe liberalism was a mistake. It's gone too far. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, I think I think of the U.S. and like the U.S. Constitution. It is literally the bedrock of their society, of their government. Yep. Like when when you have, say, I don't know, a law enforcement officer who swears an oath to the Constitution in the United States, like that in American culture and society, like it, it permeates all the way through, and that like really means something. What's really sad to yep. me is in Canada we don't quite have that. Like our Charter of Rights and Freedoms didn't really come to us until the '80s. And like, like mm -hmm. until it was formally written down. And for us, like, it really doesn't mean that much. Like when you like, if someone said, were to say to a police officer, like, oh, the oath you swore to the Constitution, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, sure, that oath I swore to the Constitution, you know, you, you, you sound like some nut who's, you know, going on about some, you know, fantastical idea of, oh, yeah, swearing an oath to the Constitution. But like, I don't know, I was thinking about that. Like, I was just, I was, I was listening to, I think it was, mm -hmm. it was a book or a podcast or something. And it was literally just like, you know, someone talking about, you know, the, an American officer who'd sworn the, an oath to the Constitution, how that really meant something. And it just, I don't oh, know, yeah. it, it's sad to me how we don't have that same reverence for a constitutional document mm -hmm. that is in the States. And like, in the States, you can, you can really like turn to that and just be like, no, I stand for these principles set out here in this document, and that is yep. the bedrock of our society. And like, it's something you can always turn to. And now it's under attack, of course. But we can, I don't know. We could probably thank Joe McCarthy for making the Constitution a bedrock of American culture. You know, in the yeah. 1950s. I know the guy's got a bad reputation. Again, the mm -hmm. media lied about him. He was mm -hmm. right all along. Yeah. But you know, he put you know in in God we trust. You know, because yeah. you know, obviously America, God. It's like you know. Um, and the Constitution was there. I mean, like, obviously, Americans believed in the Constitution before, but he solidified it, right? He yeah. solidified it. And obviously, after he died and all that, you know, people demonized him. They made mm -hmm. his name synonymous with cracking down on free speech. And it's yeah. ironic, given mm -hmm. that they're the ones doing that. They purposely tied his name to it to make him seem like the bad guy. When in reality, you know, he was defending America. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I I don't really know too much about him. Like, I, I I'm not really sure the history there. So I, that's it. That's fascinating. It is, is yeah. Though. I mean, it, it tells you how the media just lies about people, about yeah. people in history. Like, I mean, it, like whoever writes the history books, I mean, they're the winners, right? They're the ones yeah. writing it. And obviously, progressives won that battle. So yeah. they get to write the history about them. Yeah, make it's them true. Like a bad guy. It's true. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. I'm thinking, I'm looking out at the time. I'm realizing we haven't read any of our chats. So <laughs> let's uh, let, let's throw okay. some chats. Let's, we still got a few up. minutes here left on our hour. Let's, uh, let's throw mm -hmm. to some chats here. See if we got any... 
this year. All right, Soaring Eagle. You gents are very talented. I bet my friends before the podcast began that I would contribute a dollar each time I heard the word <laughs> literally mentioned. <laughs> There's still time left, so go easy on me. That is uh, literally okay. the truest thing. Oh, yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, I, you know what? Touche. Oh, that's so good. It's fun being having that oh, stuff pointed out. It's like, yeah, you said the word incredible a million times that interview. Or, oh, you you literally said literally so many times. So many oh, times. That's you've great. Misused the, you've literally misused the word literally a million times. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Well, yeah, in story, we keep saying it, but I literally yeah. don't care. Spend all your money, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be broke after this. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh man! All right, let's see. Any other any other chats in here? No, not at the moment. Okay, I'm looking at an old chat. All right, just the one chat. You know what? All right, that's cool. I was hey, I was expecting you. a little more of a hey. No worries. Appreciate it, no, my friend. We, appreciate we you. still do appreciate have you. a couple minutes as we wind down this stream. So if there's anything anyone wants to get out to us, send us a chat. We'll address it. And uh, you know, in case there's if there's anything burning on your mind, you want us to talk about in our final five minutes of this live stream, but. <laughs> Yeah, actually, yeah. I think we did a pretty good job of covering I most of the so stuff too. going on. I'm looking at my list here of headlines and videos that we want to talk about. Pretty much hit mm -hmm. it all. I mean, actually, we did touch on vaccine mandates still being on in Canada. I didn't touch this one headline video. Maybe this will be a video we end on. Basically, Trudeau's transport minister saying, because uh, that's the one, the one big vaccine mandate that is in place in Canada is the federal one for transport. If you want to go on a plane or a right, train. That's a trucker strike. Yeah. It's about. Well, yeah. like the trucker strike was, yeah, like the the the, the border Tied one up. for truck. That was what sparked yeah. it. Like, I mean, the truckers thing was ending all mandates, right? But You're right, yeah, and it was sparked from sparked the, the cross border thing yeah. for travel. But this is literally like, if I want to get on a plane and fly to Alberta from where I like, I'm in Toronto right now, if I want to fly west just a few provinces over to Alberta, I would have to be vaccinated just to get on a plane and fly domestically. Or if I want to get That's on insane. a train and go to Ottawa a couple hours yeah. to the east, uh, I can't because uh sorry you got to be vaccinated to get on a train like it's, it's wild that that's it still in place well, we're dropping the mandates everywhere else and they haven't even given any indication to that right in yeah. terms of when basically saying oh like well they don't want to drop it Dave, because yeah i'll tell you why i mean and and some people say oh it's a conspiracy mm -hmm. theory and it's because it's a movement passport it's got nothing yeah. to do with health it's a movement passport like mm -hmm. china has this they call it an internal movement passport literally yeah right yeah, look, yeah it's true. It's like property. you got you got to comply if you want to move around within the country. Like yep. it's you know sure and they can, can lock you down, right? Yeah, if they don't like who you are, your persona non grata, your enemy of the state. Well, they'll cancel your movement password, and guess what? You can't move around anymore. You can't go to yeah. a job in a neighboring province. Exactly, That's how it's done. Yeah, so it's like, it's like pretty much every province now, I think, has dropped their vaccine mandates and most yeah. like the restrictions, at least you know like where it's I am the in same Ontario. In most countries, yeah, right? Like, like most countries, lot, like in Europe. Like Europe may have dropped most of its mandates and so on, mm -hmm. but guess what? Movement password is still there. Yeah. Oh, I wonder why. Right? This yeah. was the point. This was the point. It's never about health. It's not yeah. about your health. It's about putting this damn passport in there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, you know, the science is uh it's all good for where you are locally. You can still gather, no masks, no vaccine yeah. mandate, no problem. But concert, if you want to start traveling people, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be killing everyone as soon as you get on a train or a plane. You deserve you just grandma. How yeah. dare you? Mm -hmm. Exactly. As Trudeau says, you deserve to be able to know that the person beside you on the plane or train is 
vaccinated and has done the right thing. So I hate that man. <laughs> and you do an amazing impression of him. God. Oh, because 90% of truckers did the right thing. He always gets that really pompous sort of. Uh, you know what? Oh, he's so full of it. Yeah, oh, he's so full I, of it. I he's just, so fake. Yeah, we could go on ranting for hours about how <laughs> awful Justin Trudeau is, how fake he is, how hypocritical. He's an actor. He's like yeah. Zelensky. Yeah, exactly. Zelensky. And that's the other thing. It's like that made me turn my... Like, you know, actors. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. It's like when Zelensky, I'm like, oh, he was also an actor. Interesting. And then when he said that Trudeau was his inspiration to get into politics, yep. I'm like, ooh, damn, okay. Like, okay. red flag. Red flag. <laughs> ooh, maybe I need to re reassess this Zelensky character mm -hmm. and uh, maybe start doing my own digging rather than the media yep. narrative of and guys sure enough, he's a tertillion he hero uh, he, he banned uh, uh, opposition political parties yeah he banned opposition media like you're only allowed to have like one media channel that disseminates the official story to all yeah. the others yeah like, I, I found wow, that what incredibly a real amazing country we gotta we gotta shed some blood for it you know why don't we just give up our arms you know give millions or even billions yeah. of dollars to ukraine let them defend themselves it's like oh god it's like yeah. why are we spending all this money like let the war end stop the nope. war you nope. know the fastest way to end it stop giving them arms Simple. stop giving them the arms no but we also have to do our patriotic duty as well to like, pay higher food and gas prices and all of that and to suffer yeah. our own our own the battle worst. here why, why can't we just, you know, oh. give humanitarian aid, help the refugees, yeah. like, invite them in, like take a yeah. million of them? Why not? Honestly, I'm that's like, uh, fine. that's that's the stuff that I think really matters is humanitarian aid, yeah. refugees, do all that, quit funding the war machine. That's that's it's what I say. I funny, mean, right? Like no one's talking about helping the refugees. We're only talking about bombing Russia or yeah. fighting Russia or giving them weapons. You know, it's like. Okay, what happened to the refugees? With every other war, it's always mm -hmm. help the refugees, help the refugees. Here it's like, ah, to hell with them. Yeah. Screw them. Exactly. Let Poland handle them. It's like, that's not fair to Poland. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, oh. a shoulder this burden. It's like they're the only ones taking care of them. And, you know, we could be doing more. Like every country could be taking tens of thousands of Ukrainians. Why not? Yeah. Like, I know I know in Canada we are taking some in. I'm just not but sure. But not enough. Just how Compared many. Compared to, say, yeah. other countries like Syria. Yeah. Like, like all these European countries were more than happy to take like a million Syrians, but mm. when it comes to Ukrainians, they're like, eh, you know, yeah. like, eh, we don't need them. Uh, yeah, it's true. Well, our time is Terrible. coming to a close here. It's been a good, it's been a good chat here. Basically, yep. uh, final, oh, sorry. Oh, two more chats. All right. Getting oh, signals nice. from the producers here before I start winding down here. Another Soren Eagle. Touche. Okay. Okay. $7. Nice. Well, thank you, Soren Eagle. <laughs> uh, yeah before i prematurely end things here and mika bc our government hates every single one of us oh yeah yep yeah You're, you are nothing more than than serfs yeah these people you're walking wallets and one day you will own nothing and you'll be happy you'll just rent from the government yeah or blackrock yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whatever. The government doesn't care about you, <laughs> cares about your compliance and your money. Yep. I think that's a lesson there. I think, you know, you'll get the occasional diamond in the rough, that one golden politician who can be a genuine champion of the people. It's very hard to get one of those actually yep. into a position of power and DeSantis, not get them you. be corrupted. But yes, <laughs> you get those those rare gems. And then and then, of course, every establishment will fight tooth and nail to get them out of there, to demonize them, to slander them, to get them out. I think that's also pretty good marker. It's Even like, in the media. Yeah. Even yeah. in the media. Right? Tucker Carlson, for example. Mm -hmm. Compare him to, say, Hannity. Hannity's a yeah. shill. Yeah. <laughs> shill. Exactly. Tucker Carlson, on the other hand, everybody hates him now. Yeah. Because, you know, 
he's daring to speak the truth. Wow. Exactly. Or, yeah, or, or even someone, even just someone outside of the establishment, like who's so threatening, like Joe Rogan, who's dwarfing oh, yeah. all the other media, even when he himself isn't in the media Russell establishment, Brand. do everything they can to cancel him. Yeah, Russell Brand. Yep. So uh, Jordan Peterson. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Anyone who's, you know, gets face, faces the most opposition there. Tim but, Pool. Tim Pool these yeah. days. Yeah, people hate him. Yeah. yeah, seriously. You get so much. Matt Walsh. <laughs> like, Matt I, Walsh. I'm so grateful that there's so many good people on our site. We are, yeah. like, blessed to have them. You know, yeah, honestly, without true. their voices, we'd be screwed. Yeah, it's, it's so true. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, final note. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep putting up the yep. opposition. And, uh, you know what? Enjoy... The freedom you get, you know, yesterday I went to a mall I, recently after dropping our mask, man, I was just walking around. I'm like, yeah. half the people were still all masked up and some oh, people course. were a little sketchy. But for the, for the most part, I, there are people laughing and eating and going into stores masses. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, good old American freedom, capitalism, the good life. Yeah. You know what? And I was just thinking like, you know, what? The, the, the West may be eating itself, but at least I'm going to enjoy it while it's still whole, all together there. I hope it lasts. I hope it <laughs> hope lasts. It lasts. Honestly. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, on that note, I, I would just remind everyone that our live streams, this one may be ending, but we do return every single weekday from noon until 1 Eastern time. Make sure you join us. It's been good chatting with you, Ian. And Absolutely. Likewise. Until next time, as Menzies likes to say, stay sane and I'll add, enjoy the freedom you have and fight for the ones you don't steal. Mm-hmm.